All right. And here we are with podcast number seven with uh, John. Uh, how's it going, John? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. you? Um, we're fantastic. So uh, good. This is exciting because uh, this is our first uh, podcast with somebody across the pond. We've had a lot of, uh, for our for our stuff, a lot of love from the UK. Uh, so this is exciting for us. Um, but uh, I, I, I need to ask you something right off the hop. Uh, I was talking to Andrew here about this. And at the end, uh, on your website, at the end, it says, peace, love, and bananas. I need to know yep. where the bananas come from. Um, it's, uh, it's actually a Noel Gallagher quote. So... Um... Yeah, it's sort of like me stealing a little bit of his uh, genius and um, <laughs> using it for my um, my own uh, benefit, I suppose. So, were you a big uh, Oasis fan? Uh, you... They've had a pretty big influence on me. Um, I've actually got a picture of Noel up there on the wall. Oh, right on. Um, but I don't know whether it um, necessarily impacts my music as much as um other bands do but i do certainly appreciate the uh contribution that oasis and that sort of like segment of Britpop um made uh there's mm. been nothing like it since and i think it's um it's a shame i've seen noel many times live and uh there's not many bands that can get a crowd of thousands singing word perfect to chorus and i i admire that i think you know, people have got opinions about Noel Gallagher, about him ripping off songs and, you know, and some Crazy. of it's true and, is, you know, maybe his um, attitude about things is maybe a bit questionable, but um, there's not many people that can do that, you know, and I think, you know, Tom Jones can do it and stuff like that, but <laughs> um, I respect that and it's sort of like something I like looking up to and think, well, one day I wish I, wish I could do that. Yeah, absolutely. I was a huge, huge Oasis fan um, growing up. I I loved them. Um, Heartbroken when they broke up. And and then was entertained for years after the fact because Liam and everything they did in the media was was just ridiculous for brothers. And um, the things you hear about how Liam, the things he said to Noel, it's like it's out of control. It's like a soap opera. Um, They're going to regret it one day. Yeah, um, 100%. And I hope, I, I really hope they regret it sooner than later. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously right now it doesn't seem like there's any chance of seeing them together again at this point, but you hope that they can maybe pull it together before it is too late, right? I, I, mm. I'm, I'm not I'm not one of these fans that um, sort of like wants them to return live, but I think it's like a, a family thing. I think that, um, you know, I think they, you know, families means everything. I know you can get sick of each other, but even still you should try and make an effort. And but I don't know. I, I you don't know what's said to you between these people. No, it's but, true. Um, yeah, it's true. Uh, I, I, yeah. I I saw them in the the last uh, tour that they did at Wembley, and I something wasn't right. I could tell it just wasn't. I didn't. I, I it was like I wanted to walk out of the gig. I just, really, oh, really, yeah. It didn't inspire me at Wembley. Um, but um, whereas I've seen them live a few times and they were like unstoppable. But um, yeah, that gig just didn't feel right, and of course they broke up only a few months later. So right, I, I, and, it felt like it wasn't wasn't working anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what? How many people would would Wembley fit for a show like that? Oh, uh, I don't know, like sixty to eighty thousand yeah, people. That's what I thought it'd be, it'd be um, massive. I don't even know if we have anything here in in even Ontario where we are in Canada, but I don't even know if we have anything that big other than maybe a couple. Uh, we have a Canadian football, like American football, essentially. We ripped it off 
and <laughs> yeah and did it yeah. um uh we have stadiums that are you know 30 40 but i don't think we have anything that big not that i know of anyways unless we do festivals and and then they pack them in that way but that's incredible it would also be so, shitty in canada like like everything we have is built for sports right so the yeah. stage wouldn't be able to you know unless it goes right around <laughs> so. we're not built for music man we're not no we're not i need to, i need to come out uh, and see canada it's like one of the few places i haven't i haven't seen well don't I, uh, don't do it right now it's yeah. um oh yeah right now yeah, uh, well, you can't 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 even leave the, the house no. properly at the moment. So, uh, <laughs> no, we're we're in the same boat now. Actually, uh, I I saw actually on Twitter this morning that I think you said that it was raining right now, like for three days straight. Um, you are. It's it's been it's been four days, five days. I don't know. It's yeah. just been a blur since Monday. It's just <laughs> it's just not. You know, even if you wanted to go out, you 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 know you'd be mental. You don't want to. Um, but it's um yeah, it's just rained solidly. And where and where are you exactly? I'm in the northeast of England in a, uh, a little town called Morpeth. It's about 15 miles north of Newcastle. Um, and it's just a really small town that has kept its town centre and um, some really nice little shops, whereas most of the other towns in the country seem to have been um, gutted by um, shopping malls and stuff. So it's got a bit of character. It's very pretty. And the people awesome. are lovely. So... Um, I, I really like living here. I've lived around different parts of the country, and this is definitely one of my favorite places. Favorite places. Yeah, I was just saying to Andrew um, because I, I thought I, I, I thought you were around uh, the Newcastle area, but I uh, we actually have a, a Morpeth area just outside of where we are. We're in London, Ontario, just kind of like the London, England. Um, but actually, just maybe fifteen minutes away, there's an area that they consider uh Morpeth which it's just so funny that there's we've talked to two people so far that have similarities from the UK uh and here uh and it's just it's incredible to kind of see the connection you know being so far away um and, and still are, you, seeing it. are you guys actually like born and brought up in that that area then because you, your yeah. descendants might have, uh, might have come from around I, here absolutely my, my my dad's actually from Fraserburgh Scotland okay uh, yeah uh, he was born born there his whole family's uh still there he's the only one that came over um andrew are you um i'm first generation canadian my my father is actually um he was born in portugal and my mother was born in uh the u.s so uh, i don't know how they decided on canada but that's that's where i was born so i'm like first generation and i'm pretty sure it'll end with me so that's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah i don't yeah, speak portuguese and um i i'm like just the outskirt of the family i guess my brother and i we everyone said portuguese speaks it we're just like okay we barely speak english so <laughs> you know but yeah that's where we're from um did you do you what you do in lockdown did you record are you recording in your house um yeah i've uh this i'm in my bedroom this is where uh everything happens but um <laughs> I I just about finished recording my um this album that's coming out in next week. Um just as COVID was hitting. So um I've literally just spent the whole time since then keeping out of the way in the house because it's not worth going out. Like I know no. they try to open up and stuff like that, but it's just you can see the consequences of that now with it's springing back and being in lockdown again it's just for me I, th I felt like to do my bit would be just to stay indoors and so i've i've just been trying to push my music as hard as i can awesome. this whole year from a from a laptop but it's it's difficult because 
you know, you can't travel to places. You can't, you know, even if I wanted to gig, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, some people are doing the, the Zoom stuff to try and, you know, do the, like these, you know, I'll play guitar online, watch me do it. You know, it's, you know, fair play to them, but it's, it's not my bag. I'm sort of like a bit more of a producer in the sense that it's me, but I'm creating it's like soundscapes with different instruments and that's very hard to, to replicate. Um, so yeah, I've, I've just been pushing my music. I've been trying to start album two as well, which is, um, I've got two done, almost done. And I've got one that I'm working on at the moment, which is a pain. To put it, <laughs> like, it's a real, it's a real pain. I can't, I can't, um, everything's where it should be, but it doesn't fit. And it's funny. Yeah. We've had a couple of those along the way. Yeah. Yeah. For real. <laughs> yeah. I know one yeah. that kind of we're, we're getting towards the end of pushing out. So with, with high, because it's high vibrations, right. That's coming out uh, this uh, coming Friday. Correct. Yep. And uh, are you, do you play all the instruments on there then? Yeah. 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 Um, the, I didn't have a bass guitar. Um, so that's all drawn in with a mouse. One of these uh, oh, wow. little things. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that took a lot of work. Um, but yeah, everything's me on the on the um, record. There's there's a few loops. I had to use loops because, like for instance, I can't play a sarod or sarud or whatever you call it, the Indian instrument. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which you, oh, you haven't heard it yet. I haven't, no. I haven't sent you my album, have I? Oh, sorry, guys. No. Um, That's okay. I probably no, should, I probably you should have done that. Um, it's all good. But um, yeah, so I, I I had to cheat a little bit, and I didn't know anyone on the internet at this point when I was making my music I literally just stayed in my room um failing until I got to the stage where it sounded okay and then I thought right I've got to push this and I discovered there's a whole music community online and I thought oh, I could have I could have collaborated with people but um yeah it's all me it's all me so awesome. um but I, I I'm, I'm proud of it I think I think it could have if I had better equipment like this, this mic you can see just in shot here. Yep. If I had stuff like that when I was recording it, instead of the rubbish I was using, it would have sounded better. But you know, it is what it is, isn't it? I, I, you, you don't know where things are going to go, do you? So, but I, I'm no. proud of it. I'm proud of it. I, I mean, it, it, and it's funny you say that because I have a, a friend of mine who is also uh, recording, and it, it's funny. You, I think with Andrew and I, we just kind of recorded with what we had, kind of what you did as well. And then we slowly starting to upgrade certain things as you go. But at the same time, I think it makes our music, you know, it's, it just shows the progression of it anyways. Right. And you want to get it out, but uh, yeah, we're in the same boat. We, we can't go out. Uh, we haven't, we've never actually jammed together in the same room. Um, all right so you've you've just done it online then the we thing, just said yeah. the whole thing we live i mean we we live maybe what 10 minutes away from each other 15 yeah. minutes away from each other but yeah. we're in the same boat we've been in lockdown since last march you know we opened up a little bit but never really had a chance to you know get together to be able to do anything and by the time we kind of got the ball rolling like with you in terms of actually deciding hey you know what maybe we should get an album and start working together on this music and putting it together uh, we were right back to where we started in March. So yeah. yeah, we're in the same boat where we don't have a drummer. Um, we have a cello in our songs. We don't, we can't play cello. No. So all we kinds of things. Like you. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of plugins we use. It was fun because um, I would never wrote a song other than, you know, on guitar or on bass. And with all the plugin options you have at your disposal, like I could start song on keys. I started songs on just cello and stuff like just random instruments that you get inspired by just a couple of key sounds in that instrument. And then a whole song was built after that. 
Um, and it's, yeah, it's but... so interesting. So, so crazy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel guilty about it. It's, um, no, no, <laughs> no, I don't get it at all. <laughs> no. Um, it's just, it's just, at, we're at that point where it's, it's kind of tough because we're just, you can't promote ourselves outside of Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we can't network with anybody. We can't really make a name for ourselves as any sort of live band. Um, when we haven't even like jammed the same room. Right. <laughs> so it's all just like get on the internet, you know, talk to other bands. Um, hopefully people care. Um, this, and this, is good, to... this is good what you're doing. Well, um, and, and that's kind of why we started it, John. Yeah. For, we can't do gigs, right. Neither can you. Uh, yeah, to me, well, this is like going over to the UK and playing a gig right now is being able to talk to you. Cause it's what we would do, you know, right before a gig or have a few pints after the gig, whatever it may be. Right. And kind of connect. So, yeah, it's really nice to be able to have other people on, and, and especially like yourself, right? Well, what, what, what irritates me about um, the, I call, I call it like a mass, like the establishment is, um, you know, the TV, the radio, and it's across the the globe, really. Um, it's probably better in this country because we do have some roots into a national forum like the BBC, but they haven't done enough. Um you've got people like Adele and I always mention Adele, but it's, you know, these people have got multi millions worth of pounds in the bank. Right. And they're still getting their music played on the radio and on TV. Um, and for them, it's exactly the same as if the, you know, just without a tour. Right. right. Whereas, whereas we would have had opportunities to go and do things and try and get out there, but our lives are on hold and they have been for a year we can't do anything with the music and we're getting basically held back. Um, and there's still this expe expectation that you should have an audience, you know, to, to, to be able to get these things. And I just think that's a little bit unfair when, you know, we, we, we've got to stay indoors. You know, I, I, there's only so far that you can get armed with a laptop. It's true. And, yeah. um, you know, but that's, that's only a small segment of that's, the, that's the bit we're getting. There's the whole other aspect of, um, stadiums and pubs and stuff like that that would have had live performances not being supported as well so i'm i am worried about the arts i am i'm really worried about it because um even now people still think that you know oh, this is going to end in a few weeks because we're getting the vaccination <laughs> and i it's not we've got no. another year we've got another year of this at least yeah, at um, least i i don't know if it, what it's like for you guys but for vaccinations here vaccinations here in ontario we were supposed to be given i think two hundred fifty thousand vaccinations um but i think only like fifty thousand have been actually administered and that was right at the beginning of january so at this yeah. rate uh good luck <laughs> well yeah, we have we have none we have no no <laughs> shots at all so it's, yeah. It's, yeah i think our, our government's Bless him, Boris. All right, he's a bit of a buffoon, yep. but um, he's um, the vaccinations. I think have been rolling out pretty smoothly. I think they've been on the ball with that one. But it's like my mum; she's getting vaccinated on um, Monday, um, but then there's a three month gap. So right. you've got that gap, and then you need another month to be immune, which is like May, June before yeah. she's immune from. When's, when's my vaccination? This is going to be <laughs> yeah. right into the end of the year. Exactly. And, and then you've got the issue of um, these mutations and stuff like that. And it's just like, this isn't going to end. No, <laughs> it but, seems that way, doesn't it? But, you know, this, it is what it is. I'm, it is. And I mean, you know what? Like with you creating, you know, your album, same with us creating our album. If it wasn't for COVID, I don't know had we actually done what we've done so far. 
um, we wouldn't actually have this, you know, we would never have this podcast either. Right. So there's some things that have come out of it that you've got to rework and you got to rethink. And, uh, you know, hopefully at the end of the day, we all, uh, come out of this better, you know, in in some sort of way, you got to look at the bright side of everything, right. In some way, but it's tough at times. It's tough. It's a bit of grind. Um, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not counting the years that are passing. So when I come out of this, I'm still going to be 34 years old. Yeah, exactly. Gonna, yeah. Like when it, you know, even right. if I'm like, even if I'm like 50, I'm still going to be like 34. <laughs> but I'm, I just, I just yeah. don't think these years count at the moment. So yeah, no, absolutely. We're, we're, we're frozen. We're yeah. frozen in time. Um, yeah. John, you mentioned something that um, resonates with me because you said that the pressure, even though we can't play shows and we can't really get get any interest in the band because we're not out there. Um, but the expectation is to still be, you know, have numbers, have people following you. Um, we <laughs> saw that when we were, um, we were entering a contest. We're trying to enter a contest for like indie album of a year or there's different categories like best single and best independent artist, whatever. And part of the criteria to enter was I think you need to have like 10,000 um, followers. And was it 10,000? I think it was around 10,000 yeah. Yeah. to even so, get in. To even get in. So at that point, and you know what? This is a direct shot at Jim Beam because it was Jim Beam, which I love Jim Beam. But they, <laughs> they were, it was their contest. And the criteria, the first thing was you needed 10,000 followers. So at that point, they're saying, you know, it's not about the music. It's about the people that are following you. Right? Yeah, which and, is that, half of them are going to be fake. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, exactly. exactly. Like, you, you, can, you can buy the numbers if you want to. It's all... It's what I call t- tits and teeth. It's all show, isn't it? It's not. Um, <laughs> it sure is. It's not. Um, it's not. It's not what's important. Exactly. But, um, yeah. So know. that drove me nuts because it's like to me they were saying if you have ten thousand followers, we could advertise our product to those ten thousand followers and let you in the contest. Um, right. And it, it drove me mental. And so yeah. you saying that was really like we've experienced that exact thing where we can't get you know a hundred people right now to care. They want ten thousand, right? So, it's always a numbers game. And it is. I, I think the system's getting lazy because they don't want to develop anyone and take them on board and take them onto their, you, you know, their wing and do these things. They want you to have done it all yourself, which I can, I can understand that to a certain extent. But, you know, people like David Bowie would not be would not make it these days. And that's the reality of it. There's um, right. just is what it is, but I, I yeah. just think there's, there should have been a bit more consideration for the arts all yes. round by everyone. But saying that there are some real like uh, legendary people out there that have, that I've, I've come across on, on Twitter and they've, you know, they've done a really, really stellar job with the small pockets of power that they have. Um, and I'm thankful for that. Even you guys doing something like this is is important because, um, you know, it's it's connecting. It's connecting yeah, exactly. And, you know, once this is on the internet, it'll be up there forever. So right, exactly. yeah, which is crazy we, to think. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> going now, going back to just your music. How did you? Uh, when did you start playing? When did you get into music, John? Um, I started playing guitar when I was about 15, but um, I didn't actually do anything with it for um, for years until about three years ago when I'm, I heard uh, Grimes' album Visions and she'd recorded all of that on GarageBand and I was like, well, you know, what's this? <laughs> so um, I uh, I basically downloaded Logic because I knew it was the best version of it and um, I 
spent three years recording and failing and trying to learn how to improve um, the sound and trying to get it as professional as what I could. And I started off sounding like, you know, the bands you listen to. But um, after a while, something clicked and I, I think I developed my sound, which is uh, it's a, a hodgepodge of different bands that you listen to. It's not copying one band, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a collective, no. right, of, of different. Is that where the yeah. collective part came in, actually, if you're named? Uh, I say that? No, uh, I couldn't. You can use I, that if you want now. Yeah, There's an actor called John Mickey who's been in... Um, Holby City and Coronation Street in this country. I don't know if you get Coronation Street over. We do actually, yeah. yeah. We we have a so you have the BBC, we have the CBC. We can okay. We just change it a little bit. Every yeah, we're just copying everything. You we guys just copy do. everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, I could I couldn't use his name because he's already he's already nicked it. So um, I, I didn't want to be. I didn't know what to call myself, so I basically handed it over to my mate, and he said you should be called this. And it's, I sort of thought, well, if if I ever do get, you know, anywhere with this, um, I'm going to need some musicians behind me and they can be the collective. So I like that. Right on. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a really, that's a, that's good. Yeah. I just interested. Yeah. It's, it's, but then when you see the collection, you know, of, of, of all the artists that you've been inspired by. So uh, would you say that you're more like psychedelic rock? Like when I've listened to you there, you know, in that or. Um. It's tough because I, I hear a bunch. I guess when you said that, you hear a bunch of stuff in your music. You know, stuff. Yeah. What, what, what do you think it is? Because uh, uh, when I heard it, it reminded me of like seventies rock. Um, mm-hmm. And your vocal. I was telling Nate actually, the effect on your vocal remind me of the Strokes. Um, well, that's funny you say that because um, I'm using the same sort of technique on some of the songs. That, <laughs> there um, you go. There, there and that's you what go. Working, me of. I was first thing I thought of was man, like that's a, like the Strokes kind of like um, it kind of sound like it's like a rawness in the vocal, and that's what the Strokes were like. The vocal was always kind of raw, um, and that's what remind me of man. So it was like a mix of that. Um, yeah, a little, a little. I got a sense of Beatles in there too. Um, yeah, I got the Beatles yeah, there for yeah. sure. Yeah. So that was but my mix. Um, the the the. The vocal sound predominantly emanates from the fact I've had a rubber a rubbish microphone for so long, <laughs> and um, <laughs> like it's, oh, it's a terrible piece of junk. I don't know how I've recorded an album <laughs> with it. Um, so uh, I started singing through a um, amplifier plugin on Logic, and um, oh, wow. which is the same thing as what the Julian, what's his name from? Um, strokes users sort of like to get that grit yeah, yeah um and um yeah that's that's sort of like mixed in i'm definitely a massive beatles fan um i think that they were the one band that said that any genre is up for grabs and you get that more with more so with like the white album but um i am taking little bits of sounds that i like from different bands that and sort of like nicking them a little bit, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, so, you could definitely hear it. Yeah. So like for instance, in Wish You Were Dead, there's a like an arpeggiator type thing, arpeggio, whatever it's called, on yeah. the the bass. And I've nicked that from um from Queen. Um oh, right so because they use it in uh, Radio Gaga. And I thought that's a interesting sound. And I thought no one's used that since, or I I they probably have, but I don't know anyone who has. Right. Um so um I just thought, right, I'm going to build a song and fit that in and try and get that in somewhere. So, um, 
Yeah, it's, awesome. it's my sound. I think my sound is probably psychedelic. Um, I definitely do play on sounds a lot. Um, that's what makes makes it interesting. I suppose I don't know. Yeah. The, what what other uh, musical influences do you have other than obviously the Beatles? You have Oasis there. Uh, Grimes is a massive one. Grimes, actually, yeah, Grimes, um, fellow Canadian. Um, yeah, she's um, she's she's the one that made me want to start doing music. Um, but the Chemical Brothers. Um, oh yeah, I've a really quite broad taste of music. So even things like from punk to the Sex Pistols, all the way to um, really avant-garde stuff, uh, to classical music as well. I've got a. I'll give anything a go apart from um, manufactured pop music because it's just terrible. It there's is. no, there's absolutely no talent there. And no. um, I don't believe anyone listens to it. I know it's made for kids, but I don't even believe they listen to it. I think, um, I think I it's think, just played. That's the yeah, problem. It's just played yeah. everywhere. No, right? I think, they, well, they've got, I think it's that. And I think the record labels are just paying loads of bots in, career or somewhere to sort of play justin bieber all day long yeah. so I, feel, I feel very sorry for the people that um have to work in these places to put the numbers on um it's yeah. not good music and you know it is exactly because they're it's being forced down people's throats but the you know the major record labels they do own the the radio stations so right. they they get to pump whatever they want down people's you know stereos and yeah. um yeah so that's the only thing i won't listen to I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, even even julipa you know i won't listen to even though i can see that there's some some talent in the production there because it's not her it's, right it's, it's not real it's sad because like when i remember when my dad when i was growing up and my dad would be playing like, the rolling stones or whatever um and i was i was playing like oasis and stuff and he was always like man like like you're like my music's gonna be gone is what he was always telling me like pushing the old stuff on me right and then um now i think about like like this generation and what they're gonna like show their kids from this era it's can't be yeah right that's what they're gonna get right and it's kind of like what's gonna happen what's like next 30 years look like if yeah you know but help us all yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) what is it like uh, in the uk at least here for us it's top 40 that's pushed down our throats for the most part we've got a couple rock station that we have one in london fm96 uh that plays rock music it's still you know your most popular stuff they're forced to play canadian um which is nice i'm a huge canadian supporter uh, of music um and there's so much talent here but i mean enough of it doesn't still get heard especially on the radio but what is it like in the uk um music's basically devoid on the tv there's nothing um apart from the glastonbury festival they have jules holland which predominantly is like new year's eve but there's like no music on the tv now that i'm aware of mm-hmm. they have they have these music channels that you know i never go on so no. god knows what they're playing on there <laughs> um but um the radio i think there's a lot of nice independent stations that are trying to do their bit how much of a listener base they've got i do not know but um we have like different radio stations radio one is just justin bieber and all that nonsense um radio two is the older stuff but i think that is probably 
our age group of music as well now because um from like the 90s stuff that we yeah. grew up with this sort of like shifting into that age bracket of radio too um and i think radio six is probably the only like national station that is um probably giving a, a wider variety of music but um i think things are shifting online i i was a teacher for quite a few years and as far as i was aware the kids weren't listening to anything that was modern they were going back and listening to the stuff their parents had grown up listening to um and also discovering bands like fleetwood mac right so how, how great was that viral video to bring that back onto the charts yeah yeah, yeah it's just um <laughs> yeah so i'm i'm I, I don't believe the you know this modern music is being listened to. I really I I I don't want to believe it. Maybe <laughs> maybe it is being listened to, but um, I don't want to live in that world. Um, but it's when I was a teacher, I, I, the kids were listening to the older stuff, and they were re, they were revisiting it, and I I found that encouraging. So maybe maybe in about fifteen years' time, there'll be something you know glorious from it all but we'll have to say yeah i think it all depends on what you listen at home too with your kids like i have a couple i have two kids at home and uh you know they we have quite the eclectic mix of music here from old to new uh you know most of it is in a, a more rock genre you know but uh they they know the beatles all the way up to you know some of my favorites and i mean it's come to them canadian artists the arkells and uh, sam roberts band and matt mays and adam baldwin and uh, a lot of Canadian stuff, but they're well-versed in music. Um, but they, they, I mean, they also, you know, they know their pop songs, you know, that's from school, their dance party mixes that they have, you know, when they do their uh, just dance stuff. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. and that's where they get exposed to it. Right. Whereas it really wouldn't be on in this household necessarily, but um, it's out there. So yeah, TikTok, it's interesting. TikTok's a big, TikTok's problem a big one. Yeah. TikTok's big a big problem. problem. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, I've not used TikTok yet. Um, yeah, we we tried but yeah. <laughs> we yeah, should probably give it up yeah it's, it's not it's, it's not our age group is it I, I no. just think like, you know, not at all uh, t- twitter's fine for me i'm quite happy yeah. doing that i'm quite happy with youtube but um yeah and yeah. this now that i've done this i'm yes. quite happy with this now so yeah this yeah. is nice this is nice <laughs> i must give a big shout out to twitter because i mean that's where i i contacted you uh john i wouldn't have found you otherwise and uh, i i really we've been kind of the last couple of podcasts we've been really harping on a couple of people like you need to get out there on there because it is a great family for music for independent artists it is fan- and there's some great great music and like you said the one thing was independent radio that has really supported us <laughs> Uh, in the u.s and in the uk especially um if it wasn't for that i don't know well there's nowhere else yeah. like, I, no. if, you go, if you go online you've got a segment of musicians on uh facebook and uh instagram but they it's a different environment on there um because it's like more photo and group based whereas on twitter it's it's a free-for-all and i think that's that's one of the things that makes it so good is that you can talk to anyone if you want to, if you want to talk to, you can even get the attention of someone who's really famous. If you, if you yeah. really enough. absolutely. Um, yeah. So there's, I think there's a lot more power for musicians on, on Twitter. Um, it's the only platform I, I concentrate on because it's, it's the, it's the most instant impact. And I really enjoy it as well. There's some pretty great people on there. There are, there are yeah. absolutely there are. Yeah. I've met, I've, you know, I say met and I, I, now I have, right. I mean, through this podcast, which is, it's just so neat to be able to meet people this way. And like I said, if it wasn't for COVID, I don't know if we'd ever gone down this route, but uh, it, you're right. There are some fantastic people out there and some 
great people that want to support you too. Right. And, and, mm. and, and support each other. Um, I mean, I would certainly not have ever probably heard your music, right. Uh, if I wasn't on Twitter, uh, and, and Andrew, same thing. Right. So I do I, think the, um, I do think the, uh, music industry will have to eventually wake up and smell the coffee and, um, have a look on Twitter. At least, at least check their notifications because that is where everything is happening, and it's where it's going to be for like another year. And mm-hmm. yeah. what I like, what I like about the what's happening on Twitter is we've actually developed really strong or developing increasingly strong roots and ties with each other, which is um, that's not going to end overnight. So when things do get back to normal, you know, we we all know each other now. It's exactly. true. So, yeah. You know if. You know, if if you need someone to play guitar, you know you can get in contact with someone in, you know, wherever, and they can uh, help you out. You know, or master your songs. I think that's uh, incredible. Whereas I didn't know these people beforehand. No, right. um, those you know, those they're, they're real friendships now. It's true, and I feel Twitter is more um, more legitimate. I feel like people on Twitter, if they're checking you out, they care. Um, I think like other platforms like Instagram or or Facebook or whatever, it's more of a scroll and like light game. It doesn't really, people aren't interested in just what you're saying. Just like they'll just like your picture and move on. Right. Um, Which are all adverts. They're not really, they're not really yes. photos. They're all <laughs> adverts true. now. Yeah. So you just, just, yeah, you just scroll them for adverts. And it's yeah. like, why, why would you want to do that to yourself? It's but, like sponsored um, by, sponsored by, sponsored by yeah. every, yeah, it's really, yeah. That's what's becoming more. It's becoming more just like, um, which is sad, but Twitter still has that authenticity, you know, like people care. Um, and we'll, you know, share stuff and actually, you know, care to make that connection, um, which is still nice to see because nothing else is like that, right? So, what what are you guys got next coming out? You got your album coming out of you, or uh, yeah, we um, uh, we we have a we have an EP out right now, the stories of others, part one. So we are in the process of actually releasing a a second single for our sec- essentially part two, and then. Uh, probably later on in March, uh, hopefully we'll have the full album out, which will kind of have uh, three or four bonus tracks. We're just trying to solidify the details. So uh, yeah. we're really looking forward, you know, to that, but it, it's, it's been, a, it's been a wild ride because I mean uh, we weren't sure how we wanted to do it and how we wanted to break it out. But it, it, for your album, high vibrations, is it, it's a full album. How many songs do you have on there? 14, 14, 14 but um, That's, yeah. nine, nine instrumentals. No, not nine, nine songs, four instrumentals four five instrumentals so okay. um um yeah so nine songs with words on with lyrics with lyrics um yeah yes yeah, it's, it's a cohesive piece of cohesive piece of work i think that you need to listen to it from start to finish to possibly get get what's going on in it whereas when you get snippets individual songs i think maybe you're not getting the some people won't get what's going on on the record if that makes sense it's a full story yeah, it's right, a bit like yeah. if you listen to Dark Side of the Moon and only get the, you know, the first part. You, right. you know, that's that's just noise. So um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny because I we originally thought that our whole album needed it was almost a kind of a need to be continuous, but then we thought about it more, and that's why we kind of named it the stories of others because each song is essentially a story from someone else. It really wasn't our story; it was our interpretation, maybe, of that story uh, that we'd heard or seen or you know whatnot. And then when we kind of broke it down into EPs, we were like, actually, we can make these into kind of chapters and 
kind of plays on the one song chapter two that we have and and whatnot so it's kind of neat how we've been able to break it out after all but i think once you hear the you know once we do eventually release the entire album as a whole it's kind of the same idea that we've put everything in an order that you know it has a good feel for it and like you said listening to and i mean i feel like when i mean we're all in the same age bracket that albums that i used to listen to uh you wanted to listen to them as a whole, not just as a yeah, single yeah. here and there, but it seems a lot. And I mean, this has been said on Twitter and that singles are kind of the, what people want. They just want these ones. Right. It's, it's, uh, yeah. But I, I, do, do people want it? Do you I, know? Right. Just, it's just true. You know, just, just cause everyone else is doing it. Doesn't mean it's doesn't right. Mean it's it's right. um, Yeah. You know, it's, it's this fast food now on a playlist culture and it's, it's like, well, um, you know, albums are albums it's what it's it's a piece of art you know when you talk about what lasts the the test of time it's you have got individual singles but it's you talk about sergeant peppers you talk about rumors by fleetwood mac and um i don't want to be down that route of just singles all the time no i might i'll I'll do them but um you know i I think there should be b-sides with them um, yeah yeah it says there's less than a minute left. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We're rapping. This is it. Uh, I can't so, believe this, is, this has been great. Yeah, this is your this is your chance before we log off to just say, uh, you know, what's your Twitter handle find you? and yeah. your website and all Where that. Where can everyone find you? Yeah. Um, on Twitter at John Mickey Music. Uh, so that's John M-I-C-H-I-E Music. Just, yeah, find me there. Okay. And um, Or you can come around to my house. Bring some. Um, there you go. <laughs> bring some alcohol with you. you know, Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I'll let you in. But, um, Cheers. I could do that. Yeah. All, all right. right well, well, thank I really you so much, John, and uh, we'll be in touch. And uh, thanks so much for uh, coming on to our podcast too. Yeah. No. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to 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 speak with you. That's really kind of you. No problem. And hopefully we can do this again. Uh, and sure. good luck with uh, good luck with your album, High Vibrations. Can't wait to hear it. I'll send you a copy after. Love it. After this. So fantastic. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, John. Thanks, buddy. We'll chat soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.